This is WSKG News. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf's budget proposal calls for more state spending than ever before. His address earlier this week officially launched months of negotiations. Sam Dunklaw breaks down what's in the more than $43 billion plan and what positions lawmakers from both parties are already staking out. Wolf is reaching for the big bucks in his final year in office. He wants the Republican-controlled legislature to approve a whopping $43.7 billion to pay the state's bills and increase what Pennsylvania spends on things like education. For Wolf, it's easy to justify. We're no longer digging out of a hole. We're ready to build. And this year's budget does exactly that. Simply put, the state treasury is brimming with cash. Thanks to strong consumer spending in the last year, the Commonwealth wound up with $1.8 billion more than expected in tax revenue, and more is on the way. Adding to the state's current financial strength is the $2.2 billion in emergency pandemic relief money from the federal government. Plus, another $2.9 billion is tucked away in an emergency legislative spending account. During his eighth and final budget address, Wolf offered a reminder to the General Assembly about how different the fiscal picture is than when he took office seven years ago. We couldn't even pay our annual pension bill. And our rainy day fund was down to its last $231,800. That's about 20 minutes worth of the Commonwealth's annual operating budget. And that's why the governor sees the coming fiscal year as, quote, an opportunity. He wants to give K-12 public schools more than $1.5 billion, the biggest increase in education spending in the state's history. Refusing to fund education equitably simply does not save us money. It just means we wind up spending more on other things, social services, remedial programs, even prisons. Over the years, Wolf has managed to get GOP lawmakers to agree to smaller education funding increases, like the $300 million boost last year. So how are Republicans digesting the proposed hike this year? One says while he isn't on board with the amount, he isn't saying no to the concept. I think we have to be more careful than spending those kind of dollars at one time and leaving the governor with a major problem. But we're definitely going to see an increase in school education funding. I just don't know what that amount is yet. That's GOP Representative Stan Saylor of York County, who chairs the House Appropriations Committee, meaning he's among those holding the state's purse strings. He and others in his party, like Senate Appropriations Chair Pat Brown of Lehigh County, say a big increase now could mean bigger spending in the future. To Brown, it may not be sustainable. So it all comes down to one question. Are we going to manage state and federal resources to maintain a balanced fiscal position, or are we going to empty the piggy bank and leave a huge challenge for the next administration? The GOP stance isn't coming from out of nowhere. The Independent Fiscal Office, the state's nonpartisan financial watchdog, says Pennsylvania is on track to close out this fiscal year with around a $5 billion surplus. Wolf estimates it could be even higher. Part of the calculation has to do with the federal government paying a larger share of the state's health care bills right now. But IFO Director Matthew Niddle says the extra help is probably going away. And once you remove those, we revert back somewhat to the path we were on previously. Translation, the state could face at least a $1 billion deficit by next year. But the scenario painted in the IFO analysis could change if people keep spending and paying state taxes in large doses, which Wolf thinks will happen. But the IFO says key economic trends could tamp down the outgoing governor's expectations. Not only are the price of goods climbing, fewer people are working, even though the unemployment rate has dropped back to where it was pre-pandemic. 
Niddle says the worker participation rate hasn't been this low since the Reagan era, that is 1984. The labor force is contracting, and uh, that's causing various pressures, uh, not only on the revenue side, uh, but also on the spending side, as we have uh, an aging populace that has more demands on you know, long-term living and, and Medicaid resources. Democrats, like State Senator Amanda Capaletti of Delaware County, say that's all the more reason to invest, as she calls it, in things like education. How do you get a good economy? You make investments. You make smart investments that are long-term, and that's what public education really does. Wolf is trying to make ideas like that appetizing for Republicans, which is why he's offering to drop the corporate income tax rate from 10 to 8 percent this year. GOP lawmakers are signaling they're at least willing to discuss it. Wolf says his administration is open to negotiations and the potential reduction of his big plans. By all means, let's argue over it. But in the end, let's roll out an on-time budget that continues on the path We've traveled for the last seven years. Budget talks start in the House on February 15th, and a final budget must be approved and signed by July 1st. I'm Sam Dunklaw in Harrisburg. This is WSKG News.